Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to uh, an episode of the post-NXT Fightful Show slash Sour Graps slash Sweet Graps that almost never happened. Sorry about the delay. Uh, I hate my laptop. I need to buy another one. Um, but it's, it's not important. My laptop sucks. But hey, here we are. Have it, have it, having a post-show. Also, uh, elsewhere in the world, a uh, few miles in that direction, uh, the Bucks are ripping my heart out uh, because they scored 13 points in the second quarter, and I think I'm going to lose my mind. But let's not talk about that. Let's talk about NXT. Let's talk about NXT. Um, NXT died last night. I don't know if everybody else was aware of this. NXT was 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 doused in gasoline and lit on fire by Vince McMahon because he had uh, the undefeated, unbeatable, monster champion, Karrion Cross, come out wearing the NXT championship strap and face Jeff Hardy and lose to him in like, I don't know, a minute and a half. Remember, I said he was undefeated in NXT and Vince had him come up, make his raw debut, put him up against Jeff Hardy, who most recently has been like putting over dudes named Veer on main event. And, uh, and he, and he lost, um, he lost to that guy. Not, not the old Jeff Hardy, this Jeff Hardy, which is, that's the death knell of, of NXT. That is, that is Vince saying NXT is, doesn't matter. Doesn't, we don't care. Uh, and uh, basically saying that whatever's going on in NXT has no bearing on what's going on in the main roster. And what we figured out tonight is vice versa. Because they didn't mention it. Now, this, this was not a taped episode. This was a live episode. They're taping the next two episodes tomorrow, I think. Um, so the ones are going to be on Sci-Fi over the next two Tuesdays on Sci-Fi. Good luck finding that, because I have no idea if I even get that channel. I'll find it. Um, this wasn't a taped episode. What happened last night, everybody knows happened. They didn't address it. They didn't mention it. Um, which seems like... I see both sides. You know, like... Uh, I see both sides. Um... NXT can't address it because it was such a horrible thing that happened. Basically, they've they've Vince not only screwed over Cross, and by the way, like I don't care about I don't care about Cross. Who cares about Cross? I care about the NXT title though. And I care about all the guys who faced him for it but couldn't beat him. And how it makes them look to have the dried out husk of Jeff Hardy pin the guy they couldn't touch in 
a minute and a half. It makes all of NXT look like a, a, a pile of turds. I don't care about it. I'll, Cross will be fine. Who cares? Like, this is why the thing that happened last week I was hoping for, that you start this whole Joe and Cross thing last week by somehow putting the title on Gargano. He'll lose it the next time he faces anybody of consequence. It doesn't matter who took the title off of Cross. But if you're going to do this to carry and Cross on the main roster, you damn well can't do it while he's strapped up. But they did. They did. Send a super chat, everybody. And uh, also drop a like. Subscribe. Uh, and I will talk about your super chats on um, on the air. The Nerd Guru says, Alex, we are putting all our hopes in the Bucks winning. Thank you. <laughs> As am I. Samoa Joe still rules. And uh, shout out to the Sour Graps last night. Prolific. It uh, it was. There was a lot to discuss. And not just cross, but we, we did discuss that. Um, Justin Lopez says, uh, God bless Joe for trying to make the fans forget about that debut. Imagine how fire that ending tonight would have been if not for that bull crap finish. Bullshit finish. Uh, yep. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, ab- absolutely. Um, to, to the, the angle at the end of the show tonight, which we will discuss, is, is, is the best most intimidating, most monstrous that Karrion Cross has ever been. And it's all for naught because of once Vince did him to him last night. New Punk rants since the Super Chat says, as an AEW fan, I feel for NXT. I was a fan until TV. I just kind of saw the writing on the wall. They've had a bad run on TV and were being killed by WWE. Sad. Yeah. I mean, they've had their peaks and valleys. They had some good stuff that, that's happened on, on USA since they've been on there. But it does it doesn't even hope to match the stuff they were doing when they were on the network. It doesn't. Lopez says again, you know what else upset me about that finish? Jeff Hardy, a super baby face, had to cheat putting his feet on the ropes. It was so out of, out of character. They were trying to protect him. Get it? Trying to protect old cross by having Jeff Hardy have to cheat to win. He's not cheating though, he's just using the old noodle. That canny veteran, Jeff Hardy, he's been around the block a time or two, I'll tell you what. So he knows what to do. Uh, Yeah. So that was last night, and we'll talk about how it kind of starts tonight. Tonight starts um, with Samoa Joe coming down to the ring, if I'm not mistaken. It's been a while since I thought of that. Um. I've been kind of wrapped up in my brain about other things. So, yeah, no, Cross, uh, Joe comes out. He's dressed to fight. Uh, he does a, he does a reference to the, to the, to the Peter Pan, uh, to the Captain Hook croc, which I like. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Guess who's come to smash your clock? Um, Joe, uh, he was ready, ready to, to murder Karrion Cross as well. He should. But Regal comes down and says, Now, Joseph, Samoan Joseph. You know this is not what I wanted. When I brought you back, I had no plans, no inklings of any of this. Uh, that's a bad regal, but my brain's stuck in 13 points in the second quarter. Um, and Joe's like, no, 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 this is fine. This is, again, this is part of the agreement. The agreement was that um, you, uh, you had to... Uh, you 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 had uh you let you gave me a leeway you gave me leniency if i was provoked and guess what i was provoked and regal's like well you were in your capacity as a, as a referee it's like the match was over like that ain't it um uh, and so you know cross is out of control needs to be put down guess what joe i think vince is handling that quite well Uh, Joe says you, you've lost control of him, which is kind of why I'm, I'm here now. Um, and then he says, 
I bet you didn't even know about his little field trip last week to Raw. So there's a because he was backstage at Raw last week. You know, probably getting the old creative plans for his big old call up slash drag down to the main roster. But he didn't. He wasn't on the show on Raw last week. So he says he was backstage last week. So Joe acknowledges in canon that Cross was backstage at Raw last week, but no mention of the debacle that took place last night. That's not a thing. We're not going to... Nope. So they're just not going to address it. I mean, the thing is, I understand like how you can't. It's so debilitating to your entire brand. You can't acknowledge it. At the same time, you have to. Like it's everybody who's who watching who's watching NXT. Like uh, almost all of like at least they're aware of what happened on Raw. If they didn't watch it. Regal says Cross isn't here. He's on his way. When he gets here, all hell will not break loose. We will handle this peacefully. Do you understand? And uh, fans are like, uh, yeah, sure. Please, please don't do that, Joe. And Joe's like, yeah, well, I have the utmost respect for you. This will be the end of it. But I can't guarantee it's going to end peacefully. Someone's going to sleep tonight. By the way, by the way, Joe's got a great new shirt. says, night, night. I like that a lot. Um, Zia Lee uh, does, a, does a, a, a promo video speaking in Chinese. Uh, Mandarin? Cantonese? I'm not really sure. Uh, is it Mandarin? Probably Mandarin. It's a good bet it's Mandarin. Anyway, um, this is the most important moment of my career. I will leave a champion. I will be the first Chinese NXT Women's Champion. And that's going to be the main event, they say. Um, last week, there was a, there was the, the Bobby Fish um, versus... Um, versus um, Tyler Rust match uh, that ended uh, where, where there was a disqualification, not disqualification, excuse me, distraction. There's a super chat right here. Chris Verano, how are you doing this podcast right now? I wouldn't be able to focus at all. Guess what? I'm not able to focus at all, but I am going to do this podcast. Go Bucks. Um, so Kushida rode to the rescue, and it looks like they were going to beat up Bobby Fish. So Bobby Fish for, and Kushida – versus Tyler Rust and um, Roderick Strong uh, is the tag team match that starts us off in the ring. Good match. Tyler Rust got to show a lot of uh, good work. Um, But apparently they need to protect Bobby Fish uh, because Diamond Mind uh, loses their first uh, match as a tag team, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's your, you've been running, you ran those, those vignettes for what seemed like weeks and weeks and weeks. And uh, and then they debut and seem to be going well. And then you you have Tyler Russ take the pinfall loss. I mean, him taking pinfall loss to to Kushida, I don't mind. But Bobby Fish is right there, like he can he can easily get pinned uh, as part of this. But I think what they're what they're not they're not building Tyler Russ. He's there to take pinfalls. I, I do think he's got a, a a very bright future. My one. I understand because of the way NXT is and WWE is that guy could get released tomorrow. Maybe he doesn't feel like sacrificing his long flowing locks that he's spent years cultivating, but at the others, at the, at the other, at the same time, he does look really out of place next to Roddy strong with the buzz cut. I, I think Tyler rust showing he's part of the diamond mine now and not a different guy. I think might be served by having a shorter haircut, like what they did to Otis on SmackDown. Uh, or maybe it just like when he comes to the ring, come with the hair like drawn back very dramatically into a small ponytail or something. I don't know. It just, it, it's, it's, he doesn't, he doesn't look like he's this part of the same group, but he's really good in the ring and he's there to take pinfalls. And the story I think they're building to is Roderick Strong beating Kushida for the, cruiserweight championship so kushida getting the pin on his on roddy's boy kind of makes sense but like bobby fish is right there you know you don't have to do that um 
New Punk Rants clarifies his earlier uh, comparison between AEW and the new NXT. He says, what I mean is by that is instead of being used to potential, they were essentially used to attack another company. It just feels mishandled and empty. And there's the theory going around that because they were used to attack the other company and failed in that attack, the other company obviously won that war. That the soldiers who were unsuccessful are now being punished by the general in Vince McMahon. There, that's that's a theory. So, um, so that's what happened in that match. And uh, yeah, they're they're Diamond Mine's going to be fine, I think. Million Dollar uh, Champion LA Knight arrives with being driven by uh, Cameron Grimes. They they took them too long. Like we would have been here ten minutes ago if you hadn't if you listened to me and not followed the GPS. And Cameron Grimes said, like, "We would have been here even faster if I take my Rolls Royce." Ha <laughs> ha. Um, how about get out of the get out of the car and get my bags? So comes around to the back of the Corvette to get the bags, and Drake Maverick's like, "Well, allow me to help you. I'm a, I'm a good decent person." Drake Maverick. They released my tag team partner, Killian Dane, and I've got nothing to do. I'm very sad," says Drake Maverick. With his eyes. His eyes say, I'm very sad. Like, I built this really cool little tag team comedy duo between me and Killian Dane. We had this really fun uh, music, with a lot of whistling in it. It was, it was a whole shtick. And then they just fired him. Uh, and, and then they, they, uh, they, they, and then they, 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 they made his wife the Raw Women's Champion. So, you know, who knows? Ups and downs. Uh, anyway, Drake's like, let me, let me help you with that. Cause I'm a, I'm a decent human being and I want to get on TV. And Cameron Grimes is like, no, I, I got it. It's my job. I'm the butler. Um, so he tries to pick them all up and those suitcases are like five suitcases in the back of that Corvette and not a, one of them have anything in them. You can tell by the way he picks them up. They're all empty. Um, and nice. Like, don't help him. He knows what he's, he, it's his job. He's supposed to do it. Uh, you know what? How about this? How about you get in the ring with me? Yeah. And we're going to have a match later tonight. Yeah. Um, and um, Maverick says, sure. And Grimes um, tries to apologize. Like, I'm really sorry about him. Uh, anyway. Takeover 36 is August 22nd. The day... Um, the day after SummerSlam. They haven't said where, but I'm assuming it's going to be uh, at, the, at, the, at the CWC. Um, Samoa Joe is pacing around like a, like, a, like a maniac, ready to murder somebody. That somebody is carrying cross, so it hasn't happened yet. But just so you know, it's gonna. Uh, Frankie Monet. Remember how Frankie Monet like, took ownership of the Robert Stone brand? Like Aaliyah pieced out, I guess, to the main roster, we're assuming. Uh, and so it's just Jesse Kamea and Robert Stone. If I, I don't I don't even know what, what he's doing right now as a thing. Like what, what is that? But Frankie's like, I, I'm in charge now. Jesse Kamea's like, yes, you are. And Robert Stone's like, I, I, I okay. Um so Frankie Monet has a match against JC Jane, which is a fun name. Uh, and she does some good stuff too. She's got some, some, got some good offense in there, but this is obviously a showcase for Frankie Monet, and she is showcasing herself not only to the NXT universe, but also to Mandy Rose, who appears, just saunters out and and comes up behind the. This is such an, a main roster thing. Like I, 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 I'm surprised they haven't done this with even Marie yet. Um, she saunters up behind the commentator desk. And then very awkwardly gets up on top of it and sits there with her legs outstretched along it. So she has to like look this way. Like she's, her body is aligned in this direction. And so she has to look this way to watch the match, which is going to give, give me a crick in my neck. And I've been doing it for four and a half seconds. It's a weird thing to do to your superstar. But hey, Mandy Rose is on, uh, is on NXT officially. Just checking out Frankie Monet. And Frankie Monet wins. 
And uh, but by, by that point, Mandy Rose is gone. So we're this is we're pla- we're doing a slow build on this Mandy Rose and Frankie Monet story. I'm sure we'll get to the pinnacle, the the uh, the crescendo of of uh, of this build uh, sometime around I don't know Labor Day. Uh, yeah. So Johnny Gargano, this is the begin. This is the beginning of an actual storyline shift, which I, which I honestly thought they executed perfectly, and I'm really sad that it had to happen. So here's the deal. Uh, they're interviewing Johnny Gargano about being beaten by Karrion Cross last week, not being able to get the job done against the guy who lost in 90 seconds to the waterlogged corpse of Jeff Hardy. Um, and, you know, Gargano's taking the ta- loss pretty rough. Um, and Kyle O'Reilly comes up and, hey, hey, uh, not you, Johnny. I don't care about you. But you, I heard you were talking some crap about me getting interviewed by Wade Barrett last week. How about let's have a, a, a match? And uh, and Theory's like, you challenging me? <laughs> and O'Reilly's like, God, you're thick. Yes. Yes, that's what the, that's what this is. The challenge, and um, uh, you got it. Um, let's 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 do it. Um, and then Gargano's like, "Well, you got yourself into this. You got to get him. You got to get yourself out of it. You're on your own tonight, buddy. You want to be like Papa John? Papa John handles his business on his own. So you got to be like Papa John. You got to go out there by yourself." And Austin was like, "Yeah, no, I can do that. Okay, cool. Thanks, Dad." Um. So yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about that as it goes on because I, I did enjoy the actual full story. It's about to happen right now. Um, they uh, Wade Barrett interviews Bronson Reed now. This has become a thing. Brought Wade Barrett does. He he uh, he interviews people, baby faces who've taken a, a recent loss. Uh, it it really hurt losing to Swerve Scott. M- my wife uh, divorced me. I mean, she didn't. He doesn't say that, but with as often as he says, my wife was so proud of me for winning the NXT title, and then I lost. It kind of sounds like what he's saying is, I was I was doing great in my marriage, and then I, I lost my child title, and I now now I don't I'm not doing great in my marriage. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway. I'm gonna fight harder than ever now, and I'll be I'll be facing Adam Cole next week. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight the best. If I could beat the best, then that shows that I'm that I'm the best. You know, blah blah blah. So next week, Adam Cole versus Bronson Reed. Uh, it's a fairly stacked show next week. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. Um, even though it's taped, we'll, we'll see. The best, some of the best NXT shows were taped, ladies and germs. Back in the day, they used to like tape seven weeks at a time on one, like a couple of days back to back. And the spoilers would leak online and be like, holy crap, I can't wait to see that match. So who knows? So Kylie, Kyle O'Reilly versus Austin Theory is a match. Uh, it's a good match. It's long, way longer than I thought it was going to be. Austin Theory acquitted himself very well, had a lot of really good stuff in it. Uh, and they told a really good story within the match. That like Austin Theory got frustrated about not being able to put Kyle O'Reilly away, and he was going to take a serious shortcut. Just outside, picked up the steel steps, and was going to use them on O'Reilly. And O'Reilly uh, avoided that and said, "Oh, you were going to try to seriously injure me. How about I try to seriously injure you?" Um, and that just just unleashes a flurry of like kicks and crazy shit, knees to the chest, and all this stuff. And I, I thought it was a really cool finishing sequence where like Austin Theory, like held his own against Kyle O'Reilly, and then he pissed Kyle O'Reilly off, and Kyle O'Reilly said, "No more of this shit. Now I'm going to take you out." Um, and he did. Um, 
he did the the jumping knee to the back of the leg, I guess, and then put the heel hook on him, and Austin had to tap out. Uh, but again, this was this took up a good chunk of of the night. Um, it was it was a decent match, and one of the best, some of the best work I've seen Austin Theory do. Um, so later in the night, and I'll talk about this now. Um, Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hold on, I want to make sure I'm doing this right here. I'm going to say da-da-da. Well, they do a thing backstage where it's um, the way. It's all four members. And, um, and he... Uh, Obviously, Austin Theory is not taking it well, losing. But Gargano and 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 Candice are kind of arguing about what their next steps are because nobody's got a title anymore. When they when Johnny Gargano fairly recently was North American champion, and uh, Larray and and um, Indy were very recently women's tag champions, and now nobody's got a belt, and they're kind of getting into it about it. Um, uh, and Indy's like, stop yelling at Austin Theory. Listen, if he wants to kiss Dexter, let him kiss Dexter. Uh, oh, wait, that was for me. This is cute. But then Candace and Johnny start arguing about what they have to do to get Indy away from Dexter, while also how to get their championships back. And Austin Theory kind of dejectedly says, man, this, this family's falling apart. We, we can't keep doing this. And nobody listens to him. So he grabs his little vest that has the Way logo on it. And he's got it slung over his shoulder. He's got his suitcase. And he stands there kind of, kind of behind, but mostly off to the side of Johnny Gargano. And he ha- holds up his hand to do, to do the no-look high five. Now, he tried to do that at the beginning of his match with Kyle O'Reilly when he was doing his entrance. And Johnny wasn't there. And he kind of realized, well, Johnny's not here for me. And uh, and Johnny doesn't see him in the little backstage segment. And Candice and Indy and Johnny don't see him. And they leave. And he leaves. He just walks away. And I, I, I think... I, I think that... Um, I, I think that... Um, that there's um Austin Theory's the, the best role I think he's ever going to have in NXT. Really, I mean uh, uh, NXT certainly, but maybe in the main roster is this dopey sidekick to Johnny Gargano. I think he, I thought he played it perfectly, just perfectly. And and now he's going to wind up on the main roster. I think imminently. And and, and um. And he's just gonna be another generic dude. He was a fall guy when he, while he while he was there for Andrade. He was a fall guy for Seth Rollins. I feel like he's just gonna wind up doing that or being part of a tag team. Like they they re-signed Davy Boy Smith Jr. and maybe they'll put him with that guy and see what happens. And that's not as good as what this was. It's just not. He was 
he was doing such a great job at it. And I, I, I feel bad for the guy, even though, you know, I don't feel bad for the guy because, you know, of some stuff that came out about him a while ago. So, um, Mackenzie Mitchell, uh, is backstage with Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez asking about Zia Lee. And I'm not, I'm not sweating her. Like, um, she, I'm not afraid of her kicks. I'm not afraid of her bodyguard. I'm not afraid of her little friend in the chair, her 5,000 year old great aunt. No. Uh, and Dakota Kai's like, it was, how dare she? I, I, I won. I, I beat Ember Moon and, and, and it was my time in the spotlight. And then Zia came in and stole it from me. So now Raquel's going to make her pay for it. Um, and after I put out, put down Zia there's gonna be nobody left. And Dakota Kai was like, well, not nobody. I mean, I'm left. That was her body language and her little facial expression. I mean, they're, they're obviously going to do a Dakota Kai split from Raquel in a match. I don't know how they're going to work that alignment exactly, but yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so there's to respond to Hit Rose Cypher, uh, there was a Mariachi Madness musical that was uh, s- scheduled. For um, Legado del Fantasma, um, but then he sent he sends the mariachi band members out. It's like I was going to give you a sample of my musical heritage, but I, but now I will not. Um, uh, I'm not going to do the hit row thing. Uh, I'm going to take the next American title from uh, from from Swerve, and the hit row comes out and they stand up on the top of the. Um, a uh, top of the ramp, and they do a bunch of they spit some bars, some 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 rhyming promos, which I thought were fairly decent. Um, uh, at at Legado de Fantasma, um, and one thing I liked that Swerve brought up was like it it took both your punk ass boys over there to help you beat me for the cruiserweight title last year. So I went and I got my myself my own faction. So isn't this fun? Um, and uh, I uh, <laughs> uh, we we go. We, they're going down. They they just they very slowly walk down to the ring, stand there, get in slowly, stand there. Uh, and Escobar sends Wild and Mendoza to be sacrificial lambs. To uh, Top Dollar and Shanti the Adonis, so that he and Swerve can fight, and he clocks Swerve with his a giant ring on his right hand, uh, and then he's going to use a mariachi guitar on Swerve, but B Fab takes it from him, standing on the apron as he raises it over his head, and so Swerve gets it uh, from B Fab, but it's going to hit him with it, but uh, but instead, uh, Joaquin Wild winds up being in there by himself um because he was gonna attack swerve from behind when when escobar made his escape and so he's in there by himself and uh he gets he gets hit with it with the guitar uh he gets well first of all he gets takes a super kick from from adonis um and then he gets hit with a guitar uh yeah so Escobar's like, oh, how dare you hurt my henchmen? This is a weird thing. I'm looking forward to this six-man tag. I'm looking forward to this uh North American title match. I think I think they'll be very good. Um Samoa Joe's still waiting for a carry on cross. William Regal comes up and says, like, I need you to relax. Cross will be here. Like, um, the respect that I have for you, I want to be honest with you. You know I'm going to be the first person to see him when he gets here, right? It's like, just please keep it peaceful. Or he says, just please, Joseph, keep it peaceful. 
Um, so, uh, now we get um, uh, the, uh, a, another breakout tournament first round match. We still have yet to see a bracket for this thing. Still have no idea who's facing who or what, um, which seems weird that you're actually having first round matches and we don't know how that shakes out in the second round. You should probably release that at some point, I would hope. But honestly, Jones versus Andre Chase is not very competitive. Uh, Andre does a lot of stuff to Odyssey, and Odyssey's like, I mean, look at me. It's not it, you. You're going to have to run me over with a truck. And uh, Odyssey Jones, the former Harlem bravado, um, uh, he, oh, sorry, no, that that's Andre Chase. Um, Odyssey Jones was. Omari Palmer, he played in the NFL. Um, but people, Odyssey Jones is obviously the guy people are, are rooting for, and uh, he he wins um, with this. I don't know. He's like he he turns a, a, a it's like a half boss man slam, half one armed rock bottom thing. It was pretty cool, pretty damn cool. Um, man. I like Odyssey Jones. I, I love his name, but I, I also think he's he's he he could he could have a bright future. Uh, I, I think. I hope. Uh, I have not yet seen a bracket, JJ Lee. Uh, so yeah. Um, Stellar Justin Lopez. This dude impressed me. Don't uh, uh don't know if I should be hyped after yesterday's debacle. <sighs> yeah, he's a more agile Mark Henry. I can see why he's doing dark matches. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he is, he's a more agile Mark Henry or a, or a slightly larger Keith Lee. So we'll see what Vince evidently eventually does with him. Yikes. Um, poor Keith Lee. Mackenzie's backstage, uh, with, uh, MSK and she's asking him, Hey, uh, what's your plans now that you're the, well, we're going to face whoever we face. Um, and so why, what's the name, sorry, the significance of the name MSK? What does it stand for? And they're about to reveal it when, you know, and, uh, and it's, it's, it's like a, we interrupt this program kind of a, we, we the hacker is back and it's not Mustafa Ali, it's Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner. And they, they have a promo about how, uh, the 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 tag division is full of a bunch of yahoos. These these loser luchadors and rappers with their gang signs. Um, and and they conveniently leave out uh, Grizzled Young Veterans and Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Timothy Thatcher, uh, who are not any of those things. But okay, to us the mat is sacred. Um, and and they're coming after MSK. All right. I think that match will be a lot of fun. Bartel versus Eichner, and Eichner versus uh, MSK should be fun. Then they cut back to MSK and say, so that is what MSK stands for. So I think they're going to troll us with that for a while. But, you know, like they cut away just as he was about to say it and then back and then, yeah. So um, Pete Dunn, only Lorcan are backstage. And like, uh, we're, we're the we're the best. We're we're tough guys, and Tommy and Timmy think they're tough guys. So uh, let's do it next week. Um, let's uh, down, let's 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 see how it goes. So I'm looking forward to that match, Tommy and Timmy versus Oni and and, and Pete. I think could be really really great. Um. So LA Knight versus Drake Maverick uh, is mostly is mostly shtick. Cameron Grimes um, walking down behind um, uh, L.A. Knight, playing to the crowd. But L.A. Knight turns around like, and he's like, oh, I, I wasn't doing anything. Uh, it was fun. Uh, he's doing his to the moon thing. Uh, he, he tries to hold the middle and the bottom rope open for L.A. Knight to get through. And L.A. Knight's, no, you hold the other ones open. And Grimes is like, oh, I'm sorry. 
this all works a lot better in watching it than it did that does me describing it. I'm um I, I think that Grimes is, is doing a, a really great job. The problem I have with this match, uh, LA Knight wins, uh sorry, Drake Maverick wins, uh uh because LA Knight says, Here, hold the million dollar belt up high over your head, standing right outside the uh, uh, ring. Uh, and he s- stands through the, the, the thing to make sure it's the exact right height, which of course matches his own forehead. So when he's drop kicked in the butt by Drake Maverick, he bangs his head on, on, the, on the belt and then gets rolled up. One, two, three, loses. And Drake Maverick and Cameron Grimes are like, hey, it was great. Uh, but Cameron Grimes says, you, probably should, you should probably leave. And he doesn't leave fast enough. Lele Knight catches him with a big clothesline and then beats the hell out of him. And Grimes tries to stop him. And uh, LA Knight says, no, 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 no. No, this is going to continue. I'm going to keep beating him up. Um, Actually, you know what? You're going to keep beating him up, my butler. You have to do whatever I say. So that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. And my question is this. What happens to uh, to Cameron Grimes if if he doesn't beat up Drake Maverick? Because eventually he does. Eventually he punches Drake Maverick in the face, and he feels really bad about it. Like he was very conflicted about whether or not he should do it, and then he does it. And the LA Knight says, "You told me you're a man of your word. You have to do this. This was this does not fit under the um, the auspices of butlering." When you bottle, you don't have to punch dudes in the face. That's not something people do when they're bottling. So if he just tells L.A. Knight to go screw, I'm not punching that guy in the face, what happens? Does he get fired by L.A. Knight and then doesn't have to be L.A. Knight's butler anymore? What's the, what's the consequence? There needed to be a consequence. You now that you lost the match, and now that you're my butler, um, you you have to you have to be my butler for a certain amount of time and do whatever I say, uh, or you're suspended without pay from NXT for two months, or um, uh, you have to donate a, a million dollars. Uh, to charity, or not charity, LA Knight wouldn't, get, you have to give me a million dollars, or whatever. Um, or maybe if you do everything I say for a month, you get another shot at the million dollar championship. There's no consequences if he doesn't do whatever LA Knight says. There needs to be some, or it, I don't know why he's following the orders. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, so a, a, a black car arrives in the, in the park, in the back parking lot, Samoa Joe runs up, yanks the guy out. It's a bald guy, but not that bald guy. Um, where's, where's cross? It's like, he's, he's already out front. He paid me to drive him back out here. Joe, Joe storms off. Um, Carmelo Hags versus Josh, Josh Briggs is next week in the breakout tournament. Uh, Carmelo Hayes sh- should win the whole thing, so I hope he wins that match. Zia Lee versus Raquel Gonzalez is way more competitive I, than I thought it would be. Uh, Zia Lee with a lot of good leg kicks hurting Raquel. Uh, Raquel's never really able to get any good footing because of all the good leg kicks. Uh, that's kicks to the leg, not kicks by the leg. All kicks are kicks by the leg. These are, these are kicks to the leg, from one leg to another. And uh, eventually, Raquel is able to gain control enough that she, um, she do. But Lee, Lee uh, is a spinning roundhouse kick while, while Gonzalez is down. And so that thing that I was talking about, I don't think she can kick that high. Well, she got Gonzalez to be closer to the mat, so it's easier to kick her in the face. Uh, anyway, um, 
Gonzalez powers up, knocks uh, Xylee down, and then does her big corkscrew Vader bomb senton thing. And uh, Xylee can't get up. And the, the ref's checking on her. Two medical staff are checking on her. Uh, and then they show the replay. And Xylee, homegirl's got a busted rib. Like, like the way that all, all of Raquel Gonzalez's weight came down right on Xylee's right side. And she was on obvious pain. And they could have called the match, but they didn't. They had Xylee stand up and Raquel, who's been saying, you wanted this, not me. You wanted this. Come on, get up, which is good. She's playing her role. But I don't think she was serious because I don't think Raquel Gonzalez wanted to murder Xylee via internal bleeding. But that's kind of what she had to do because they said, Xylee, get up and take this finisher from from uh <laughs> from Raquel Gonzalez and as uh, Dante V says why did they let Zaya take another bump after that injury it's terrible and i agree like not only is it terrible like it's a it's a it's a back bump which can't feel good with a busted rib like she took the chingona bomb hard and got pinned like she could they there were no other moves. There was nothing else to do. I don't know what the plan was for the rest of the match, but they could have just said, no, injury, she lost. She lost because she got hurt. She she can't continue. That's a loss, and the champion retains. If the champion's going to retain anyway, why did you have the challenger be a, the injured challenger take a finisher? I don't think that makes a lot of sense. Anyway, um... Now we get to the big the big spot at the end of the night. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> Samoa Joe comes marching down the ramp. He calls out uh, Karrion Cross. There's going to be a reckoning tonight. I'm going to stomp Cross all over the building. Cross appears on the big screen. Says, "This isn't the same place you walked away from. This is my this is my place now. This is this is me." Um. Uh, I am the new beginning. I am the weight of the future. You're you're called up to Raw, Senor. You're you're called up to Raw. You're Vince's problem now. All all that remains is how they take that title off you. You're not the future of NXT. You're already past tense. Vince has got his claws in you. That's it. Like. We'll see what he does with you when when he when you rebound from losing to 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 what remains of Jeff Hardy. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. But you're done in NXT. So calling yourself the future is weird. But anyway, he says, uh, I can do whatever I want and I can hurt whoever I want. For example, the camera pans down. And William Regal is laying there shuddering with a cut on his forehead. Um, and then uh, Cross drops the camera, walks out to his car and drives off as Shamoa Joe run, run waddles up the, up, up the ramp. I shouldn't say that, but I'm also fat. Shouldn't run, 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 run. Um, and, uh, <laughs> And as he runs past the collapsed uh, Regal, he goes, Cross! I love love, uh, Samoa Joe yelling. What a moment that would have been to to prime us further for this cross. I mean, it's a great, it's a, it's honestly, Joe, nobody gave Regal a harder time than Joe did when Joe was in NXT the first time. But they have a begrudging respect. Like, Joe understands what Regal means to NXT, maybe more than anybody. So to have Cross attack him, it's a great way to piss off Joe. But then again, like, last night happened, so I don't know what you're going to do now about this. Owen has an idea. It should have been Jeff. Instead of Regal, it should have been Jeff. Thing is, Samoa Joe doesn't give a shit about Jeff Harden. Like one of his most famous promos about uh, when he was on the main roster 
was where he like ethered everybody in the ring. And one of them was Jeff. And he was like, Jeff, why don't you pretend like you're at an AA meeting and shut your ass up while I'm sharing with the group. I remember that. I'll never forget that promo. Um, He doesn't give a shit about Jeff Hardy. He doesn't care. But he cares about William Regal. And that was a really good uh, use of that relationship to further this angle. Too bad that angle is dead in the water after Vince booked the undefeated NXT champion to get pinned by a guy who used to be Jeff Hardy. That was um that was NXT. I have been Alex Pulowski. This has been Sour Graps. I have to go watch the end of this Bucks game because I'm, I'm probably gonna lose my mind. Thanks everybody for 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 bearing with me. Please leave a like, subscribe. Um thanks everybody for bearing with me with technical difficulties. I hope it never happens again. I gotta get a new uh laptop. Uh I never say this on this show. I always say it on the other shows, but with what Vince did to Karrion Cross, and by extension, with what Vince did to NXT, I gotta say it. Everything sucks. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save 